This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Amanda Celine Miller, the voice of Boruto and Sailor Jupiter, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime comics, movies and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life and show love to all things that don't matter. Where y'all from? And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news. Special guests and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes. All can learn something new. Me too. I heard words when no faith is empty. I stayed the course, so my haters tempt me. Beep the podcast, that'll make them envy. It ain't too trendy. It's ACMG. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Now come on and let's get it. Talk Time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Now come on. Let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games. The come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games. The come on and let's get it. Talk time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Journal of My Life that covers all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the Prime Show. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, we got a fun show for you today, but in our talk topic of the week, we will be checking out and reviewing Batman, Death in a Family, DC Animation's latest and I dare I say interactive experience if you own the Blu-ray version. So we'll be talking about that as well as the contrast between the Blu-ray and the digital version as well. We also got a lot of fun news to talk about. So hold up. Let's not waste any time. Let's find out what's new in the world of ACMG. And now it's time to find out what's new in the world of ACMG. Alright folks, to start off, I'm going to start off with some good news for you. And if you own Hulu and if you're my age and been around in my generation of the 80s, you're going to love this news because I just discovered, and I'm pretty sure this wasn't there before, that the original Thundercats is now available on Hulu, the original 1980s version, not Thundercats Roar, that the one everybody's mad at and, and hating on right now. Uh, no, the original Thundercats series is available on Hulu, but not only that, along with that, it's also the season one of the 2011 Thundercats, the remake that was on Cartoon Network that a lot of people loved and they suddenly canceled it after the first season the first 26 episodes leaving us hanging and i i want to say hanging but leaving us open-ended with some things and uh yeah both of those are available now to watch uh, i literally just binge watch the entire uh 2011 series i've watched the original series to the moon and i will most more than likely watch it again uh but as far as i know and, and i I love the original Thundercast series, so I know how great that is. But, you know, credit to Studio 4C, 4 Degrees C, I guess. Um, they did a phenomenal job with it. I mean, that in DC and WB Animation, I think they really dropped the ball in canceling the series in terms of just animation quality, uh, storytelling, narrative, dialogue, all that. It's just everything. I mean, you know, character development, too. I mean, everything about it was just so awesome. It was absolutely phenomenal and really gave a really new breath of fresh air to something that was already still strongly fresh in the minds of, you know, the fans that loved the series before. After nine years since this show first aired and it did not age a bit. 
it it not a bit now if you watch the original series because they didn't remaster it and you know it's the original like airing of it it looks grainy because it's from the 1980s and you know it's during that time they never really updated the look of it and i i think that's i don't know if that's a good or bad thing because sometimes when you update and in hd some of the old stuff you'll see the you'll see the flaws i remember they did this to transformers uh, i i remember I, f I forgot uh i think it was called big rhino or some company they remastered the original episodes of transformers and you started to notice because it was in hd now it was clear it was it had it, like extreme clarity to it you were able to see the the blemishes and and flaws of that animation and the framework and stuff and some of the mistakes that they even pointed out that happened back then uh you started seeing it and i don't know if you i don't know a lot of it is alluded to the fact that they you know hd didn't it pulled the uh, curtain open wide <laughs> so i don't know if that will be a good idea exactly but i would actually i wouldn't mind seeing them remaster those uh old those old episodes um it actually deserves it and, and in hindsight you know aside from the animation which i thought was great back then it was absolutely great um the storytelling there was just as strong as the new one now like i think the new one absolutely did it justice in a sense um story and nar narrative for a 2011 series is more relevant than ever i mean i watched it again and i'm like wow they're talking about things that we're really experiencing right now in the real world here um episodes that focus on systemic issues and in, in their society uh heartwarming moments you know like their encounter with the um peddlers which was a absolutely absolutely brilliant uh episode which was if you guys remember if you guys remember watching that episode that was the episode where they found these little like plant-like uh you know uh, plant-like humanoids i guess um that had a lifespan of only 24 hours so they lived through their entire lifespan through 24 hours and lino is experiencing this with a friend of his who's just getting older and older and older and he's seeing an entire life you know experience of a person that entire time it's so crazy it was so brilliantly done i've never seen anything like that being told uh an outstanding remake that like really brought a nuance to the classic uh, of the beloved series with like beautiful character design tremendous cast and phenomenal animation from four degrees c and uh and warner brothers animation um the first like i said the first 26 episodes there and i was like and i was wondering there were some episodes I actually missed out on that i didn't realize so i'm glad that i'm able to see those and put it all in together but <sighs> yeah the, the way that they ended it it was like it, it it didn't end on an extreme cliffhanger but it ended it, it had a really a really open-ended type of way like there there was definitely more to come but we never saw the light of day of it because they you know they cut the uh they cut the uh rope under uh, with on um or cut the rug or you know took the rug from them i guess the saying is and I hope that this may be a means if more people know about it to get them to finish that up. Like I think, and honestly, in comparison to this, to Young Justice, I think this was an even worse uh, cancellation because I remember watching Young Justice and how that ended. Yeah, it ended open ended too, but there was some, there was more closure in my in my perspective for Young Justice than it was for uh thundercast because especially the major ending of the uh of the hill turn if you will i'll use the wrestling term you know for of one of the thundercats turning on their you know the crew so i mean it's like that needs to be addressed and we will i don't know if we'll ever see that again it's just it's sad i hate when companies do that and they spent a lot of money putting that together it was tremendous artwork tremendous you know acting all around just loved it you know i i want to say I want to say um it was funny because we talked about this on the acmg facebook group and the funny thing that was that was talked about here was and, and this is the part why i understand why this is the part why i hate you know social media sometimes and i understand why other people hate social media sometimes i had a i have a friend of mine who uh actually watched who actually saw the comment on our page i posted something where my dog and i were watching 
Thundercats last night. And a gentleman, I won't give him his full name. He's on our ACMG Facebook group. Uh, James, I'll just say I'll just say the name James. Um, he, okay, barely or if not ever post on the ACMG Facebook group before. But he decides that he finally decides to jump in and post. And it was more or less to, you know, to actually push his own, you know, deal because he was drawing some Thundercat stuff himself. So he wanted to show his stuff off. And that's fine. That's awesome. And he, he does some awesome work. He's a he's a, a really talented artist. But it's what he said that I think, you know, really diluted the aspect of what he was trying to accomplish here. So he goes on and says, you know, that was the whack version. Sidebar, this is the dope. Uh, this, will, this is going to be dope once I finish. So I'm thinking like, all right, you're trying to push your own, you know, your, your own art uh, skills, and which is awesome. But you're saying something is whack. All right. Uh, that's his opinion. And I, you know, I had to reply back. I'm like, well, you, you're right. I mean, that is a dope concept that you're working on. But I disagree in, uh, that this version was bad on any accounts, you know, because only only a vocal minority disliked uh, this, and m- the majority of fans really actually love this version who watched it. So his reply here was was mind b- uh, blowing. You may be right. I never watched a single episode. I didn't like the art style ch- um, change, uh, change up. So I never gave it a peep. Okay. So in what aspect do you, how do you, if you never watched it, why do you comment? Why do you prejudge something? Like, I, I don't get it. Like that, if all the things that the, the, you've never commented in the group before, and this is the first thing that you come up with. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I hate when people do that. I hate when people step in into the waters all he could have did the only thing he honestly if he just post you know showed his his artwork on there that would have been cool that's all he had to do but for him to say that something's whack when he never really watched it and really and you just focus on you're, you're really superficial about your comment and prejudge your comment i mean it, it literally is a prejudice against something that he doesn't like that he's never saw before that he never understood that he never dabbled into i can understand if he watched it and had some issue with it and he detailed it why he did it but he didn't he just clearly said that he never watched a single episode like why are you even commenting at this point you just wanted to show your stuff all you had to do was just show your stuff and i this is the part of the internet why i understand why people get annoyed by things because you got people who absolutely make senseless comments like that and you know i tell you this i tell you this so one thing i do notice about the internet is that or the or social media in that sense is that people tend there are a lot of pretentious people on the internet there are a lot of people who want you to believe that they are something that they're not because they have reason to believe that you can never find out and here's the thing a lot of times when you speak you expose you rather expose the truth or you expose the reality and you expose how intelligent you really are and the, the social media does not hide intelligence it exposes it so the minute that you say something out your mouth you expose exactly what level of intellect you have and sometimes when you have something like that, that really speaks volumes when you make a comment about something and you've never seen it. So you really don't have a real say in the comment and in situation and you have no merit to your to your comment when you say stuff like that. But then you also follow up with, I never saw it. I never read it. I never watch it. Stuff like that. We got to chill with that because it does one. It doesn't make a person look good at all when they do that. And two, you got to think before you uh, before you type, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're we're capable of all making mistakes. And if you own up to it, that's fine. But, you know, don't that, that I don't know if by any by any stretch should he think that the comment that he made on air was even a great one, you know, and I think it really diluted his 
you know you can respect somebody for their ability but in their skills and their talents but when you start opening up your mouth that kind of sometimes dilute what you do I, kanye west is a great example of this you know he is he has written and produced some of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time but then you know down the line with everything going on with him his he's he's his way of thinking just kind of you know changed from what he was doing before and it started making people think differently about him because of what he said so i mean like the same thing this is the same thing like don't think that you're immune to that type of situation you too can be a part of that situation whereas you know you could be all ta as talented as you want you say something that just doesn't make sense or something it kind of just dilutes your whole your whole idea of you being talented or whatever like that people don't look at you like that so please if you're gonna make a comment about something if you're gonna interject about something and give your two cents make sure that it is valued right make sure that your words make sense when you do it that you know just don't jump into everything just for the sake of jumping in and don't you don't have any real say in it like i'm not a supernatural fan i, I remember here's the thing here's the thing i was uh interviewed to uh, to take part in some um in some opportunities for panels for virtual panels a while back and the problem was was that you know a lot of it was based on shows i didn't watch and i told them i was straight up with them i'm like you know as as great as those shows are i'm not really into the shows. supernatural i'm not into that once upon a time i'm not into those things i, I didn't watch it. i watch all the great belanti dc shows i'd rather you know i there's no way i'm gonna watch and binge watch an entire few seasons of content to, <laughs> and, and try to fake the funk to make sure because that that's not it's not good for the fans it's not good for the fans at all it's not good for me it doesn't look good on me it doesn't look good on the fans if i you know just skip my way into interviewing guests and moderating you know hosting a, an event where i'm not a fan of and i'm not really in like when i did the um naruto panel i am fans of everything about that series i'm fans of everybody and that was involved in that panel so i was happy to host it because i knew i would be able to have questions i would be able to enjoy myself i'll be able to you know be an entertaining host for that as much as possible but you know or the guests that i have on my show i would you know i i would love to i pick out the people that i know i want to pick um their brain and talk to be that i'm intrigued by you know i'm not going to just up and do everything you know but once i do something i'm intrigued by and into i'm going to give my all I'm going to give it my all more. So, you know, just just use critical thinking before you comment or do anything on social media. Just plain and simple of that. But I digress. Thundercats is on Hulu. Go and jump on it and enjoy it. Enjoy it all right now. Also on Hulu is Marvel's Hellstrom. Now, this is where my mood changes here because I'm currently watching it or trying to watch it and this is the first of a few new shows by hulu i believe is going to feature lower tier characters or other characters in the marvel uh cinematic universe that we haven't seen before this one in particular is based on uh the comic i believe is based on the comic book son of satan and is and the character who first appeared in ghost rider uh is now making his live action debut now why this why do you felt that this character was worth making a live action film about i don't know but uh the basic story of this is damon and anna hellstrom are the son and daughter of a mysterious powerful serial killer now they say serial powerful serial killer I don't know if that powerful serial killer is none other than Satan. They, this is one of the things. They're already changing the story or narrative around. I don't know. The siblings have a uh, com has complicated dynamic uh, relationship, pretty much, as they track down terrorists. Worse, uh, uh, the terror. I'm sorry. Let me repeat that. I'm reading off my uh, my notes. As they track down the terrorizing worst of humanity, uh, each with their own attitude and skills and this I, I think i'm in like episode going into episode four now it hasn't drawn me in and i know other marvel shows like ages of still i'm sorry ages of shield <laughs> have actually you know had a slow start and i'm trying i'm really really trying but this is right now i'm i'm just doesn't grab me in at least 
at first when I watch Agents of Shield, there was some there was some appeal to it that really dra- that, you know brought me in, and not only that, it really felt like it was connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whereas this one does not. You know, while this show is connected to the MCU, it is said that you know it won't be it won't show any crossover episodes with any of the shows prior to now, mostly due to the fact that most of the episodes have been canceled, and we're talking, uh, you know, the Jessica Jones, Daredevil, you know, all of the Defenders, not to mention Cloak and Dagger, and the Runaways. Like it's all connected in that level, in that realm, but. I do. They. I have been told that there will be some Easter eggs hinting at some connections of uh, the other shows in the comic book. Now, there was an episode where the nun character, and I mean N U N, she actually uh, mentioned that she was involved in something that was uh, talking about that involved in a situation involving uh, human trafficking. Now, if you remember, if you ever, if you heavily watched the MCU shows. Cloak and Dagger's last episode dealt with uh, human trafficking of women. So I was I took that as a wink wink to anybody who's ever watched that second season. So that was my that was my belief for that right there. Uh, And so I'm trying my best to watch it. I'm not it doesn't draw me in and it has nothing to do with the horror aspect because I watched Constantine, the original Constantine series. And I was I really like that show. And I liked it more than I liked the Keanu Reeves movie because at the time I didn't realize one that was a DC related movie and two uh, um, that he was a DC character. Um, but I, I really, I really enjoy Constantine. And I enjoy Swamp Thing. But the, what they, the thing that they had that this show to me is lacking right now was, is tone. And I feel like this is everything in this show so far is in the same tone. It doesn't go any high, doesn't go any low. Everything's the same color. To an extent, it's very dreary and, to me, bland at this point. The characters, I, I, the actors in there, I think their act actors are good, except for Damon and Anna's mom. I don't know why. Dana and Anna's mom, they have this actress who's playing, like, herself, you know, as the mother character, but also she's possessed with another being in her and she has what they have her doing is you know trying to make it sound like that she's being possessed by another character who takes over so imagine if i'm talking like this but if i had a you know another soul within me i start talking like this and stuff like that and 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 i sound possessed it it doesn't sound convincing to me it definitely doesn't sound convincing to her i don't i swear to goodness if this was a dc horror movie uh you know uh series which i've seen before they would have auto-tuned her voice or you know dubbed her voice with some type of you know audio trans uh, transition that or audio effect that would um produce a more demonic type of sound rather than try to have her do her own voice and i've seen them do it before it sounds way more scarier when you do it do it that way but when she tries to talk in that in, in a lower tone and a more gruff you know gruffy tone it doesn't sound convincing it it just doesn't it, it makes her performance really weak in my opinion so and it doesn't draw me in it, it, it just doesn't so this show so far maybe to me is leading to be the weakest of all of the MCU. And this is my personal opinion. I, I know there may be some people who may be actually into it. But for me, I honestly, I think I had a little bit more. I think I was a little bit more entertained watching Inhumans right now than watching this. And that might be because, again, it the feel of it, of Inhumans, at least felt like they were connected to all of the other shows that were that we were mentioning. This show doesn't feel like it's connected to anything in the MCU, but yet they claim that it is to the MCU. So all the, the entire series is available on Hulu. I'm going to try to stick with this show, but it's just, I don't know. It, it just, it, it, there's no high points or low points in there. There's no, 
I, I, like not that it needs comedy or anything but there needs to be something that lightens the mood up for every once in a while just lighten it up and goes down um yeah i'm not really this is this is rare for me to say about a marvel um a marvel anything but this show right now is just not it's not working with me but hopefully I, you know you know as i continue it'll get better but i'm only in episode four i think there's i don't i forgot how many episodes there were but yeah that's how i feel about that right now last bit of news that i have we're going back see i had some really fun news great news to talk about i had some okay news to talk about now we're going back to great again or possibly great um coming to america too we know it's being men and makings we know it's coming some for some form of fashion sooner or later well a lot of a news got out that coming to america too is coming this december not only that it is said that it may be coming exclusively to amazon prime uh according to variety and other reports eddie murphy's classic uh is in process of being sold by paramount pictures to amazon studios uh with a deal that is said to be worth roughly in the amount of 125 million dollars god damn <laughs> the news also says that there is an expected premiere date that could be targeted for december 18th that would be awesome that would be absolutely awesome uh talks are still ongoing at this time with murphy who produced and star uh who's starring in the film having to give his final decision on the matter so uh that's gonna be interesting if you guys don't know i mean amazon prime is really pushing hard on their content now more than ever they recently acquired uh barat which is available now on air too the sequel that's on air uh some other shows uh regina king has a movie that's going to be uh on amazon prime coming soon and it's said to be an oscar worthy film uh michael b jordan i, I heard that also is going to be uh, doing something involving in amazon studio so they're really putting in more work into this and uh you know jeff bezos go fig <laughs> this guy he's uh, an interesting cat i can say the least um you know some like him some don't <laughs> but it, what you can't deny is amazon has been a major factor in our lives and that's undeniable especially during these times so folks that will do it for what's new in the world of acmg we're going to take a break come back and review batman death and the family let's talk about that we'll do that right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. This is Tom Gibbous, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. Do it. And now, it's time for our Talk Topic of the Week. Ready? Wait! Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our Talk Topic of the Week, and it is my review of Batman, Death and the Family, the latest DC animation project that was produced to create an interactive experience for fans who own the Blu-ray version, I will point out here. Um you get a chance to not only check out one of Batman's most pivotal moments and DC universe's uh, DC comics, I should say most historical moments in their comic book history, but you also get to change the narrative at your will. Again, if you own the Blu-ray version and I'll talk about why I keep emphasizing on that. But uh, along with that, there are some other additional uh dc showcases if you guys remember if you watched uh if you watch or owned a lot of their dc animations uh blu-rays or disc or digitals or whatever they have showcases that sh literally showcases other 
comic book heroes and we talk about a lot how dc animation is like predominantly batman to a lot of extent and they started branching out a little bit more lately uh if you remember we got the suit uh the new superman uh movie just a while back which was absolutely great this one has some short stories based on a lot of different you know uh heroes that doesn't get the light of day in the, in the dc comics universe here so it's awesome to be able to see some of the stuff but we're going to talk about all of it so if you guys remember uh one of the best batman movies that they've ever produced came in the form of under the red hood which i still is one of my top dc animated movies ever it is i mean that movie was absolutely awesome and, and not only that it was probably the first time we saw the step up in animation and character design and it, it was the first time we started seeing that that young justice style that we're now accustomed to which to, uh, many fans sh is is known as the standard of it here so it was interesting to hear that they were going to do kind of you know really kind of the every telling of under the red hood which is based on death in the family in, in the comics um which leads to the premiere of red hood they did this and what they did was that they encountered footage from under the red hood here so if you bought the blu-ray version you had the opportunity to use a interactive uh user interface system that allows you to pick and choose the fate of what happens to jason todd aka robin and from that there are three different destinies you could go through but you could mix in you can mix and go through different um versions of those at your will during the process of watching the movie on blu-ray unfortunately if you purchase the digital version like i did you will not be able to enjoy that interactive experience which i heard from other you know reviews or whatnot that it's okay at best it's not the best thing in the world a lot of things just uh loops around and connects to each other in some form or fashion no matter how many times you go into it um but either way it's still a really fun to have that type of a feature on air in hopes that this will uh, be more than uh, an opportunity to do so but if you brought the digital version you are not privy to that opportunity instead you will get a chance to watch all of the alternate roads and the extra features mode of the digital uh, release here. So I have it on my iPad right now. I have uh, Apple TV as well. So yeah, I usually get all my things here and there are extra features, which I, again, if you own Apple, anything or Apple TV, I highly recommend if you're doing digital, go Apple because Apple will always give you the extra features that you will see in Blu-rays and more. If you go in, sometimes if I, I used to go in and get things from PlayStation because you can play it everywhere you go and I, it, it doesn't restrict you from, you know, just using Apple for at the times. But unfortunately, the, down, the downfall of that is that you're paying the same amount, but sometimes you don't get all the features that you would normally get out of a Blu-ray. You are guaranteed going to get that when you get Apple, uh, if you download it from Apple, the Apple store or whatnot. And I... Um, and maybe some other stories as well but uh i was I, I there were times i would be highly disappointed at the fact that i spent the same amount of money on a playstation network uh and get movies from there and didn't get the same features as you would paying the same amount on apple tv so just a reminder of that if, in case you ever want to do a digital there's a better there's some better places to go if you are a apple subscriber um but with that said they have a sectional here, alternate storylines, which allows you to watch each of the alternate storylines that you would normally would have picked in a Blu-ray version. You got Jason Todd's Rebellion, you got Robin's Revenge, and Red Hood's uh, Reckoning. And the really great part about it and uh, about the prime now, what it is, the thing that it does too is that there's there's actually four stories there's the main actual story which i guess is the canon story of it and i hate to use that term but it it's the canon version of the story which consists of a, a look back at everything that happened during the red hood uh situ under the red hood so they use clips from the that old video from that movie 
to talk about everything there. And you got Bruce sitting with some with with another person who we're not supposed to know who it is. But you know, if you're if you're a DC fan and you're a DC animated fan, you know damn well that the person that's talking with him in that diner or restaurant or whatever, you know, is Clark. You just know, he doesn't talk to anybody else in the way that he talks about this things to anybody else but Clark. Uh, so if anything, if anything, Diana, AKA wonder woman at best, but you knew like you look, you're looking at this movie and you're going in like, yeah, that's Clark. Who else is he talking to? <laughs> like that. He talks to nobody about personal deep, uh, you know, um, secret, secretive type of information like this confidential information, if you will like this, but Clark. So at the end, they do reveal that it is Clark. that was like the biggest unkept secret ever but he recaps everything that happened during the under the red hood situation and i guess it was just him you know it's been years after that incident and he's trying to do it uh now take notice that a lot of the original voice actors from under the red hood are back uh including the original voice of batman uh forgot his name exactly actually I can get that. Um, Bruce uh, Greenwood, Vincent uh, Martella, John uh, Maggio, uh, Z, uh, Zivra Fez, uh, Fezzo, Nick Carson. Just some of the people that are in here in this uh, movie. But they also absolutely have uh, many others too because they're uh, extra showcases in here involved as well. But I, I just, I, I really love that they brought back the entire crew to do this and it made sense it made sense in that matter uh because that entire all the the crew it wasn't the original um batman animated series crew of course you know mark hamill and um and uh god i'm, I'm blanking out on names here <laughs> um kevin conroy i should say but it it really was that you know this next generation of uh voice talent for this it, it they all worked it all worked really well but the original story just recapped that and then you watch the other stories and i love it because it there's a level of detail in here that is really great and the stories get from grim to brutal (laughs) here i mean it's just it's it's just all crazy the things that happened during like jason todd's rebellion uh like it's there are times where i don't want to completely spoil the whole thing but like i I won't to this extent um but there are times where you know jason is thinking he may he's making the right decision on what he's doing and then he uh ends up finding out that he's not doing the right thing Uh, his mind is playing tricks on him and some other you know some of the other alternate universes um there's some funny moments where he is uh absolutely like he actually stays alive from the beatdown of uh of, of what is his name of uh, the joker and he winds up actually just looking oh i, I yeah i do want to say there is one there there's one alternate universe where instead of robin is the one that uh, went through the explosion it, it bruce is the one that went through the explosion and he's dead so he's out there looking for robin now because he's alive and he regrets that he was uh that bruce died and in, in, in his place and there are times where the justice league are all coming in to see how he's doing and trying to calm him tell him stories about bruce and everything and i thought those were some funny moments because he was talking he was narrating his feelings about everybody coming in to try to you know bring some peace on mind to him and uh and that note but there are some really really grim and violent moments like i think under the red hood also was one of the movies that really like told us that dc is not playing around or going up another level in terms of um storytelling you know because we watched you know the original batman animated series we watched superman we watched justice league they were great but they were also pg or rated G for that matter. Whereas now these movies, every one of these new Batman movies and all these other movies, they're turning it up. They're it's damn near becoming it's PG 13 to almost damn near rated R. In a lot of cases, you're seeing more sexual orient, um, oriented scenes. You're seeing, uh, more cursing. You're seeing a lot more violence to almost to the, to the level that Ed Boone 
would appreciate <laughs> and it's just it's really amazing they came a long way because there was a time where they didn't want any of the dc characters to be involved in anything of this level of violence you know if you guys recall there was the dc universe versus mortal kombat game that came out which i actually enjoyed but it, I, granted i understand why people <laughs> were upset that they couldn't decapitate superman's head you know i get it i get it but um they have gotten to the level where they made it slightly close to that level of mortal Kombat, but not exactly they, they it's it's more subtle at best so you know all together i mean it, it's really when you put it all together it's really uh cool to see but there is a other there's some other showcases too before i even get down to the negatives of this i will definitely also point out the other things too they also have some additional shorts uh dc showcase shorts about four of them and they come they they be they're all good to great in my opinion like each one i think each one that i've watched got better and better as you as they come along uh you start off with sergeant rock which I didn't never knew about this character before at all and apparently this is something based on uh the world war ii era and he's just a normal you know he's a normal soldier that for some reason is able to get out of really crazy situations including that of you know the wolfman frankenstein and all this stuff and they apparently were experiments by by nazis and it's uh it's really interesting uh to see that it wasn't one of my favorites i think it, to me it was one of the weakest showcases of them all uh but it was still good adam strange that's when i think things started getting better i've i've known about adam strange before i've watched krypton i've you know seen him in certain uh some animated sh um series as well i believe he was in justice league i believe he was but you know adam strange uh that short was great you know he was in another planet uh you know just drunken and just blocked blacked out of his experience of failing to defeat this uh alien race before and you know now he's in this new uh you know ecosystem or economy uh, ecosystem with um a new group of people and you know this alien this whole entire alien race is trying to come at him and you know he's trying to decide get his bearings back if you will so i mean that was a really good animation and there was really great and art style was really cool in there you got the phantom stranger which is also a really i liked it i liked it because uh bruce tim you could tell bruce tim uh had a lot to do with this one his art style is all up in this thing and um uh, paul denny i should say as well i'm I, I think bruce tim was definitely in there i don't know if paul denny had anything to do with it but bruce tim's art style was definitely here and you can see it that batman animated series style that we all love and it had a little trippy 70s you know like late 60s 70s trip with it and i never heard of the phantom stranger either but it you know it took you into this almost like twilight zone you know outer limits type of format where this group of people are going to this cult this cult leader of sorts and uh, this one girl that, that the phantom stranger is trying to actually you know she he's basically the he his superpower is critical thinking like he he has a ghost-like ability but his also his ability is also to put crit to uh, implement critical thinking into the person that he's focusing on and making sure that she knows that she's making right right um right decision about what she's about to do and entering this house of this cult leader who wind up being somebody who drains souls from people anyway so that's gonna that's a situation there and then the last showcase which i thought was just the best of them all death again a i i'm not a dc guy but this this uh short was amazing it was beautiful i can't even words can't even describe how really great this was like if i had to pick between all of them it would be that one you know um this this woman who at the time we didn't know if i you know if, if you're a person like me who didn't follow the comic you would you would not even understand what was going on but apparently this woman who is death uh is following this artist around who's just down on his luck and he goes through all these things and we take a trip back to how he got to where he was now and you know it was it was 
there was kind of an emotional thing because you know me being a, a artist as well and designer i think a lot of artists can look at this and it's like ooh, this this was hard to watch <laughs> but he was down on his luck he lost his wife he uh got into some bad times and he, he you know it just got worse for him and i don't want to this is the one that was so good i don't want to spoil it i just gonna say watch it because at the end there's something really amazing that goes on in this short and it's just awesome it's just awesome but you know the one thing that i definitely didn't like about this entire showcase well not the entire showcase but let's just focus on the prime showcase which is batman death and the family the one thing that i felt that um really what i was really lacking about this was not that it is bad in per se but you can't you can definitely tell that there were some things lacking in here uh storytelling of jason todd's uh you know decisions and the alternate you know storylines was the strong point the storytelling was absolutely the strong point of the of this uh showcase movie the art style however has taken a back seat as it didn't live up to the quality of under the red hood and it was noticeable not that it was bad per se but like you can tell where some levels of detail was left out when comparing it to the old footage like you would see the new footage that they were doing that they were trying to just you know uh assimilate into the storyline and there was it, it there were some lacking elements some layering was there wasn't there uh layering of when it comes to shadowing and lighting that was definitely in the under the red hood movie wasn't there and it was like they were just trying to quickly get these these cells these frames in and these cells in but without putting in too much detail in it and it it it's they sacrificed it and i think they also sacrificed the ability to make this a really good experience as well so you could tell for that the original cast is back and that's what made it best uh the performances was stellar uh and helped make the showcase worth watching um i you know again i like the outcomes they range from brutal to psychotic <laughs> as well so but the lack of art style that was trying to assimilate a matchup with the under the red hood you like your, your new footage should always outdo or just be be just as good um excuse me as the um actual old footage and it, it, it's rare to see that the new footage didn't level up so um overall i still say this was a good this was this was a good anim uh dc animated uh you know blu-ray to get it's a totally watchable thing but in terms of the quality in comparison to all of the other ones that we've seen including the last superman one that we saw this falls flat in comparison and if i had to rank it it'll be really low in comparison like honestly it, it's it's actually is worth just watching under the red hood but it is also interesting to watch these alternate storylines like ugh. I mean watch it all together but i mean it's it just it just wasn't there but also the showcases afterwards and i think that's possibly why they had all these these other uh showcases there is because all right you know this this interactive experience alone is not going to do it we got to add a little bit more so they gave us a nice little you know uh lunchable snack if you will to check out so it is overall it's 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 a good series not the best one they they've come out with i'm sure they'll come out with more great animation projects coming soon and uh they actually will there's a like a 70s or 60s or 70s uh batman uh movie that's coming out soon uh that's looks pretty damn awesome so i'm looking forward to that so definitely check it out but if overall you know if i give it a grade it's going to be a solid i'll give it a solid b because i did enjoy it but i noticed the weak points of it as well so there you have it folks that will do it for uh the prime show this week thank you all for joining the show as always hope you guys had a great week i hope you guys are getting ready for the next 16 days as we await voting it is coming uh the election is coming in 16 days and you know hopefully you have already taken care of business if you have thank you you're my true heroes if not what are you waiting for get it going don't be afraid don't be scared don't make excuses our lives are on the line 
This is no joke. <laughs> this is no joke and no game. So get out there and vote. Absolutely. Next week, as I mentioned before, My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. I finally got a hold of it and I will uh, check it out and we'll talk about it. That'll be our new review for Talk Time Live next week. Also, on the next episode of Select Start, I am happily going to review Hardcore Mecha by Lightning Games, I believe the company is called. And if you recall listening to the last episode, I talked about uh, Geshen uh, Impact, which I gave my thoughts about that, but also uh, my unfortunate review of G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. So this one, I think it'll be the polar opposite. I can guarantee you it may be, it is going to be the polar opposite of what I had here so uh stay tuned for that and much much more if you have not already done so go to talktomlive.com to check out all of our interviews including our latest video interviews that are up on there now the cast of naruto uh professor foreman as we talk about you know these uh, loot crate systems and all these video game uh business tactics that they're doing um yeah it was great um Cassavin from Supergiant Games talking about Hades, Brian Donovan, the voice of Rock Lee from Naruto, and just tons more content. I mean, those are just the video um, editions that I just talked about. I have in Mega Ran as well. He's on airs too, uh, video. I can't even talk about like the other 50, over 50 interviews that I've done, which is available on talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives. You can check it out there as well. And absolutely if you want to maintain and keep up with every episode you can check us out on spotify you can check us out on iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher pop bean and tune in as well as amazon music where i'm everywhere and anywhere you need to be so folks that will do it i hope you guys have a great week but that'll do it on behalf of myself this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of People, stay safe. Get ready to vote. Vote if, you have our, uh, vote if you haven't already. Mask up. Be a true hero. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.